everyone. So it's Thursday, I'm 80, and I think it's time for an exhale. So uh, I think the coolest thing for me sitting here recording this is that this will be the, the fifth week in a row that I've stuck to something, which I think uh, deserves applause, at least in my, you know, in my head. Um, even if it's a little virtual applause, I don't need to hear it. Uh, but I feel I feel good about that. Um, what I want to talk to you, about, you know, to you guys about today is, um, you know, a change that I that I made um, with regards to what my mornings, at least in the week, looked like, and um, you know, compared to some of the other things that I've realized and, and learned in the last couple of months, I think this is more of a kind of in- incremental thing. So, kind of um, where my mornings changed progressively, um, you know, over time. And where it almost makes makes sense now, where, you know, where today, I mean, the, this episode is, is also titled um, Slower Mornings. And that makes sense now, but I don't think that's kind of where I started out. I think, you know, kind of where, you know, where this started um, was more of a kind of natural necessity um, and um, how different things ultimately that kind of that I started doing um, coincidentally in the mornings. Uh, tended to create this just this this new experience uh, that I have, you know, every morning. And I say experience because I'm reluctant to say ritual or habit because um, I don't think it's it's that entirely. Um, I think there is um, kind of I mean, I, as I've mentioned in in episode two, um, kind of I, I take a little bit of a softer focus or approach these things um and it's definitely not a, a hard and fixed thing that's where i need to kind of you know tick off things you know on a list um you know did i do x y and z every morning anyway so to give you guys uh you know some context as to just kind of the the shift that happened so before uh kind of you know before receiptful you know and, and since receiptful i've been working from home exclusively but before receiptful and back in Wootheme's days uh, when when we had office and I went to the office pretty much you know ninety percent of the time or days, um, I remember I, I I really love mornings um, and I can remember make, waking up at six a.m. Um, and it's basically was you know every morning was the same thing regardless of what time I went to bed the previous night, you know wake up six a.m. ish I snooze a couple of times because I do love a little snooze even if it's just you know for five minutes. But if this and this is important, if the snooze is only for five minutes, right? I still need to snooze the alarm at least three times in those five minutes. Otherwise, it doesn't feel like I really want anything. Anyway. So I'd wake up at 6 a.m. Um, I'd be into the shower because that's the only way I can kind of, you know, really, really wake up, you know, into the shower, grab a coffee. And I remember that it was always important for me to to be at the office by 7 a.m. And, um, you know, most of the other people only kind of started getting into the office at 8.39 ish, which meant that those kind of, you know, first hour and a half, you know, two hours of my day was kind of, that was, that was almost like my work time. I felt like I did a significant amount of good work during that time. Um, and, bec- you know, I definitely got to the point where uh, I was pretty attached to that routine. Um, and I can remember when AD Jr. was born uh, five years ago now, that kind of obviously he, like the, his randomness, whether it was kind of, you know, uh, during the night where kind of he might have had a difficult night and we might have not have slept well um, or kind of waking up early in the morning. I mean, that randomness made it harder for me to stick to that kind of, you know, habit of being in the office by 7 a.m. Um, and I just, I, as I said, I was, I, I was attached to it. I didn't want to let go. And what kind of happened um, is that 
you know, I would wake up in the morning and I would have this expectation that this would be, you know, just like any other morning where I can wake up, shower, grab coffee, be at the office at 7 a.m. And then, but then there's this tension of like, well, there's a little baby in the house and, you know, he does not necessarily care (laughs) that I want to be in the office at 7 a.m. or kind of, you know, what that benefit, you know, is to me. And for the longest part of my life, um, you know, I just kind of struggled with that. And I can remember, you know, trying to, everything speeds up, I think, uh, you know, when, you know, or kind of gets aggravated, um, you know, and and basically gets worse when there is this tension between kind of expectation and reality, right? And my expectation and my reality. And... uh, Kind of, you know, I said, it was almost like, you know, in the, in, in the previous episode, I spoke about the kind of the obstacles, the way where, you know, the, the way I tried to tackle that challenge was literally just to kind of bulldoze my way over it. Um, and what I know now, what I know today is, you know, for, for the biggest part, I don't think that was a great way of st- kind of starting my mornings. I think it just created so much the sense of kind of being rushed, um, you know, not being able to just, you know, j- just breathe. Um, you know, can just wake up, just allow you know oneself to, to actually get into things. So, and uh, the the reason I share all that is, um, you know, because I think my first experience in in starting to take things slower in my mornings started with a baby again. So my, our youngest Jamie is uh, just about two years old now, and um, he does not like to sleep late in the morning at all. And um, up until a couple of months ago, um, I had a similar routine to before where I would kind of, you know, try and wake up, you know, at six-ish um, and I would come down and grab a cup, you know, a cup of coffee um, and I would come down, um, you know, to my home office and I would start my day with work, um, which normally meant as well, like I had to get into email. That was the thing I, I had to do, um, the irony of this all. So... And I can remember one morning, um, I think Jamie was kind of, he, he was a little fussy. I think he was, you know, kind of, you know, had a flu or something at the time. And I basically kind of just woken up. Um, and as I kind of exited my room, I passed his room and I saw that he was awake. And I realized in the moment, well, there, there's no way that, you know, that I was going to be able to do work um, and take care of him. Right? I mean, it's early in the morning at 6 a.m. Um, my wife's still asleep. 80 juniors, you know, still asleep. And I can remember just coming down um, and it was, uh, I think, you know, kind of the, the universe was telling me something because it was really kind of, you know, rainy outside um, as well. Um, and what I did was I, I got myself a cup of coffee um, and I got Jamie, um, you know, a bottle of milk. And the two of us sat down with his blankie you know, on our, you know, in, in our lounge, on, on the couch. And we just chilled out. He had his milk, I had my coffee, and I was reading a book on my Kindle. And it just felt like the most peaceful thing ever, just hearing the rain outside, um, having Jamie like sitting very, very close, you know, to me, um, and just kind of sharing that moment with him. And then kind of, you know, kind of just to, you know, for the universe to kind of prove a point, um, you know, an hour into that, um, I, AD Junior came down and he just joined us. And I just had this amazing experience of having both my boys, you know, on, on, on either side of me. Um, and we were just chilling. And then by that stage, like we were, I mean, I, I'd put the book down and we were just kind of, you know, 
talking um, and being playful on the couch, still, you know, sitting, sitting with Jamie's blankie. And that was a real eye-opener for me. I think that was a kind of, because what I got out of that was just very simply like, when I had given uh, kind of, not I don't want to say given in, because I don't think it's a sacrifice. I, I Just like when I had accepted the, the situation um, that I was in, that I wasn't going to be able to do work and watch Jamie that morning, I actually had a very, very pleasant experience and morning. And I can remember that just how I had just carried that, that experience into the rest of my day and how it had a positive impact on my whole day. And in fact, I mean, it had a positive impact on the rest of that week, even though like, you know, the, the, the subsequent mornings didn't look exactly the same. And I think that's where kind of, you know, in me retracing my steps of how I, I've adopted a, a new morning approach, um, you know, that, that is pretty much where it started, where again, where it comes from just having that sensation and being very aware of this new sensation, this sensation. I mean, that, that sensation was just that, that kind of peace and, you know, warm fuzzies, um, and uh, a slowness, a, a wholesomeness, a kind of a, a holistic approach just to my life. And, um, you know, what I've tried to do since, um, is I basically tried to really double down on that. So, I'd love to share just kind of, you know, uh, some of the things that I'm doing in my, you know, in my mornings um, at the moment. So I pretty much still wake up at 6 a.m. And, um, you know, at least, you know, kind of, you know, one of the kids is kind of awake at about the same time, which means that that kind of, you know, the first hour and a half um, is all about kind of, you know, getting coffee, chilling out with, you know, with the kids for a bit um, and then starting the school run. So kind of, you know, packing lunch bags um you know, getting them ready for school um, and then kind of getting them to school by, by 7.30, 8-ish. Um, and I say all of those things not to sound like I do all of that. I obviously have a, an amazing wife that, you know, kind of helps me with that. But those first two hours of the day is, um, you know, kind of just, uh, it's all about the kids. Um, and not even just the kids and, and, and making them, putting them in spotlights. I mean, even though they are the dominant or primary consideration, but it's it's very much kind of, you know, family time. And then you kind of once the kids are in school, um, I would pre- pretty much come back. Um, and then the next kind of hour and a half, two hours of my of my day is uh, is normally a kind of a, a mix of of different things. Um, I don't have a specific order. Um, it really depends on what the rest of my day looks like. Um, and interestingly enough, is what I found at one stage where I did have a specific order of doing these things um, that actually created a lot of stress for me. Whereas now I, it's just a very liquid approach of like, here's kind of, you know, a couple of things that I enjoy doing, um, you know, every, you know, every morning and I kind of try and do them. It doesn't matter what the order are, you know, is, um, and, you know, every now and again, one of those kind of drops off and I don't do them. And, you know, again, initially I kind of felt guilty. I, you know, I, 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 I have to have, you kind of have to have this habit streak, right? You can't break, you know, habits and skip a day, um, kind of bullshit. And I like just freeing myself also kind of from, from saying, you know what, I don't have to have a hundred percent record with this. Um, I can do the things, you know, as and when they feel natural and that's kind of good enough. So the things I do, um, at the moment that has kind of, you know, helped me just to take that kind of slowness, um, and almost kind of you know, warm, loving environment, um, just from, from a family perspective into my kind of, you know, just my personal start to the morning or my individual start to the morning 
um, is is the following. So I meditate. Um, I try and meditate 15 minutes every morning. Um, I've found the, there's an app that I use, Headspace, very popular app. I found that to be incredibly helpful, um, especially since they have different kind of uh, training packs or meditation packs. So um, I've definitely used them um, kind of in a very kind of topical and relevant way when they've, um, where it's made sense. So, I, you know, in the last couple of weeks um, and, and and the weeks prior to my marathon, I did kind of the training packs around training and kind of being more mindful in, in, in my training. And, you know, that's just kind of, uh, you know, that, that was definitely very, very helpful to take that concept, um, you know, into something that's very active and, you know, very challenging where I was kind of obviously pushing myself um, and my training trying to improve. So I try and meditate, um, you know, 15 minutes a day. Um, and I try at least to do that kind of, you know, five times a week. Weekends are a little more more random and I don't necessarily kind of make or find the time to, you know, to do that. But the meditation has definitely, um, you know, uh, made a major impact on me, um, you know, kind of learning to be just learning what mindfulness is actually, I think is obviously a starting point. But then what I, I think where I've made most progress is um, just, you know, throughout my day, being able to reconnect to that experience of kind of saying, you know, this is 15 minutes I'm taking for myself and I can remind myself, you know, of that. And I can just have that sensation again. And it just seems to slow down the world a little bit and it makes it easier for me to focus on the things at hand. So I do the meditation. Um, the other thing that I found really helpful is I um, I, I journal, a very short journal. I use the five-minute journal. Um, I'll, I'll just link it up in, in the show notes. Um, and the five-minute journal is mostly kind of about uh, gratitude um, and intention uh, for the day. And both of those things, um, you know, kind of gratitude was initially before I discovered the five minute journal um, by by Tim Ferriss's podcast. Um, I was doing something similar. I just kind of after meditation one morning, I just felt compelled to just start writing down things um, in my just kind of notebook, things that I was kind of you know, thankful for. Um, you know, earlier this year when I was going through, you know, a tough kind of personal um, kind of adventure and, uh, and journey, that that gratitude really uh, kind of helped helped me recognize the kind of positive and good things in my life. Um, and I definitely think that along with this greater sense of peace coming from mindfulness, um, just kind of, it augments that, right? It just it focuses my intention for the day on the things that I can control and the things that are good. Um, and, and not to fuss about the other things, the, the worry, the stress, the anxiety, the fears, um, you know, too much. And then the third thing I do in the mornings um, is I train, I exercise. Um, I obviously I just completed my first marathon a couple of weeks ago, um, and you know for that I was I was training pretty hard, and you know I I try to train um, in the mornings. Um, that just kind of works better for me. I'm, I become a lazy bum after you know three four p.m. in the in the afternoon and I can't get my legs moving. Um, and I also can't, I'm not the kind of guy that likes to wake up at 5 a.m. and train. My my body doesn't wake up um, as quickly as, um, kind of, you know, just as quickly as that. You know, my, my feet can't hit the, you know, hit the ground from, you know, getting out of bed and say, like, shit, 80, the thing that I want, like, want to do now is run. Like, I can't do that. So I've trained uh, kind of, you know, really hard and, um, you know, that's, and I still do that, you know, kind of post-marathon. I, I'm not trying, you know, kind of you know, getting into triathlons, which means I've increased the, the amount of time that I'm, that I'm training every day because I'm training for multiple disciplines. And all of that just kind of forms part of this morning routine where 
you know, it really feels like I'm looking after myself. And what, what this basically means is that, you know, kind of most days, um, I don't really get to kind of productive work before 10 a.m. Um, yes, I am, you know, kind of from waking up until 10 a.m., I am on my phone and I am kind of checking in. I am checking whether there was anything urgent that happened whilst I was sleeping or anything urgent that, you know, I need to consider that maybe should alter my morning routines. Um, you know, every now and again, I kind of, or I would kind of go through my email inbox during that time and at least clear out the stuff where it's literally just kind of archiving emails. So that by the time that I kind of start my day at kind of 9.30, 10 ish, um, I can just be productive and I can start focusing on the things that are really important. And I think the most, uh, kind of the most valuable uh, takeaway for me in all of this is that I can really, really, really feel the effect that it has on my days. Like if I start my mornings that way, um, you know, I, I there is, I mean, <laughs> to, you know, listening to you know anyone that kind of you know speaks about kind of meditation, mindfulness is always kind of well, you you kind of take that sensation into your day kind of thing, and that sounds very cliched, but that's definitely been my experience with this, and I I know because I kind of I, I I or I know how to recognize that sensation or experience because. You know, I, I mentioned weekends, um, you know, earlier and that I don't necessarily meditate um, every morning on the weekend because the schedule is more random. Um, and because the kind of uh, weekend mornings are, you know, it's kind of anything goes kind of thing. You know, I don't wake up at a specific time. Um, you know, we there's no set plans necessarily for the day. Um, it, it, it is thus kind of more chaotic and what i have found is on occasion that i don't have that grounding you know on a day and and it's, you know every now and again on a weekend um you know weekend the like i would unravel later later in the day not in a kind of weird kind of weird <laughs> weird but like um in this massive kind of meltdown kind of way but just the sense of where you know where i would feel tired where i would feel like you know, I, I can't cope with the world, you know, today. I can't quite, you know, cope with all of these things or it's just, you know, it's just too challenging. Um, it's, you know, too much going on. So I definitely, as I said, I, I definitely recognize and I'm aware of that sensation of whenever I start my morning slowly, I tend to have a good day, regardless of actually what happens that day. I'll leave it there. I'll chat to you guys next time. Cheers.